Check, check, one, two, one, two, what check. What up, what up, what up? Yeah. We're in the studio with the man, Echo himself. What up, DJ Occult? We're hanging out today. We are trying to, <laughs> you know, uh, enjoy ourselves on the Saturday. Yeah, man. Lots of other people are out doing all kinds of stuff, DJing and uh, yeah. events. But um, you know. Today's a big sports day. I'm yeah. actually missing the Yankees right now and the Penn State game oh, right no. now. It's all good, though, because I know they're both going <laughs> to win. We're losing now, but I mean, Yankees are losing now, but I, I'm sure we'll come back. Yeah, man. Welcome to the studio, man. Thank you. This shit is um, dope, man. Yeah, this is we're a great good. fucking room. I'm sure we'll have a good time. Yeah, I love uh-huh. the aesthetic in here. You got all the equipment. You got all the DJ shit. You got the records in the back. That's, that's bomb right there. I can feel the essence pouring in from the records. And yeah, man. We're dope. trying to make this like a, a creator space, you know, just like personal space where we can just like jam out and have a podcast and, you know, other things as well. I know? still trip at how like how different the world is from when I started doing music and like where yeah, we are today yeah. with all this like technology. Like I started like in the mixtape era, you could say. Yeah. Like early two yeah, thousands. Yeah. So it was still like a lot of like mixtapes and standing outside of malls and handing out CDs and trying to sell CDs. And now it's just like anybody can just do you can have like your own T V show. Oh for from sure. Your garage yeah. or like That's your a crazy radio thing. show. It's insane. It really is insane, um, the way it works. Like we got like before a long time ago you needed to have the right tools and the tools were hard to get and they were expensive know? and hard to get yeah, yeah, you like had re- to find a place that had them and rent that place or pay somebody to like run the show for you yeah and now with the technology that we have to, available to us today it's crazy we can do like yeah. a million things like like most of the stuff that's available now you can all do computers you know and phones yeah. you can a and lot of apps, people yeah, like you apps. can do them on your phone like my homie just got we just shot my new video last weekend on the iphone 11 Oh, with, the, shit, with all the yeah. cameras on it and it's just like the quality of it compared to like what we've been using is almost comparable if not better and it's on a fucking phone it's yeah people people can shoot movies you know yeah, you can edit you can he showed me like quick can... edits he did like in the car while we were like getting food i was like holy that's right shit, yeah we could do that fuck did you do that we could uh you know produce music in our phone we can produce music like yeah. with just like a computer and a keyboard like what you have right there right behind you just yeah. like you just need those two things and then like that's it it's like ray kurzweil yeah. said he said we in our pockets we have like more uh more powerful devices than the first space shuttle for sure and uh, yeah that's have you crazy. seen some of those uh some of the, see this is why like this is why i like you because i've been checking out your uh igtv Thank and you. like yeah. and i see that you you uh have a lot of commentary for a lot of different things, yeah. different subjects. And so I try to break you know, things down that seem complex to people that come from where I come from and make it easy for them to understand. So it doesn't seem so foreign and so like, uh, like not able to understand. That's right. Cause there's, yeah. so many, there's so many, like all the things that basically like run earth are, are, are done or able to be explained in such complex ways that it doesn't make any sense for people that are affected by it to learn about it. And so let's it. just, Dude, we'll just jump right in. We'll just exactly what you just mentioned right now was like the fact that in our phone, in our pocket, our yeah. phone has more computing power than a uh, the first space shuttle. The first space shuttle. But have you seen uh, clips of the computer that was in the first space shuttle that we use for uh, like the? Com- it's like the size of a whole room. The, yeah, like shit. the first, the first actual computer was like nineteen fifty seven at MIT. And you had to like log in to, and you had to like write down on a sheet when you were able to use it. And it took up the entire like wing of MIT. It was like a whole building that was a computer. And now it's, 
in our fucking pockets. And in that's crazy. Yeah. Like that, but that's the thing about technology is the exponentiality of it. The fact that every year it doubles and then reduces twice in size. So it gets like yeah, more what's that powerful. law called? What's that law called? There's a, a word for that law. Exponential law. Moore's law. Moore's law. That's yeah. right. Technology like, law is Moore's law. Yeah. yeah it's just like the, the technology gets stronger and more powerful, but it shrinks at the exact same time. So it's getting smaller, but stronger. It's the weirdest fucking dichotomy. Here, let me fix this stupid ass angle real quick. Cause I, I, just, I cut myself out of this bitch for some reason. <laughs> How'd you do that? Again, technology. It's so easy to use, but so like, I, I, like my baby moms, like so many people, a couple of my bosses I've had just have such issues with technology itself. They feel like it's so like a pain in the ass, and I just there we go. On it. I adjusted it for like either our last guest, and I never fucking put it back. <laughs> <laughs> they were taller than you, or shorter than uh, you. Nah, we had a group of people. Oh, in that's there. right. Yeah, it was yeah, a band. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, man. Yeah, that's the view. That's why, like I said, I try to like always let people that like I'm from the hood. So, yeah, where'd you grow up? Like, what area? Uh, Washington Heights, New York City. So that's like uptown, like right between right. B- between the Bronx and Harlem. So, Sick. Yeah, so it's like a little pocket where it's like all Dominicans. I'd, probably, I'd say it's probably the second highest population of Dominicans on earth, but it's other than other than Dominican, <laughs> other than Dominican yeah, Republic. Yeah. yeah, shout out Dominican Republic. Yeah. That's the tat. That's tight. Yeah, that's, I wish I could zoom into that right now, yeah, but I can't. That's the, that's the home, man. That's the kind. I spent like um, pretty much my early half my life there every year. Like I just stayed there all summer, all the time. Like I almost half as grew up there. That's tight. So Spanish yeah. is definitely like the second language, but people like from there and people that also like lived in Washington Heights from the hood where we sold drugs and did all the stupid shit or whatever, they don't understand concepts like quantum physics. This seems foreign. It seems hard mm. to like even get a grasp on. I try yeah, to make it easy. Let's give our listeners like a little bit of a you know a background on you so we know who we're yeah, talking sure. to. Uh, you know, you're you're Echo. You're a uh, a rapper. Mm-hmm. You're you know a, a social figure. Um, but, uh, like let's, let's get a little bit of like, you know, like we know that you grew up, uh, out there, Yeah. but what brings you out to the West side? What brings you over here to the land of the West? Uh, in 2004, um, I was going through a lot of issues in New York. I was actually, um, drug dealing a lot in New York. So a lot of the funding that was happening for my music at that time, the mixtapes I was putting out, the, uh, reproducing of uh, the mixtapes, the merch, the clothes, everything was being paid for by drug money. A lot of the families that I worked for around my way. And as I started to get closer to getting record deals, I had one re- quick record deal with JMJ, and that fell through because he got murdered. Um, and, a, and a bunch of other like labels were calling, and the drug dealers that were kind of funding me saw that, and they were like, well, when you get a deal, we want a piece. And I was like, I don't think you deserve a piece because I've put all the work and I've done it. And they were like, well, it doesn't really matter what you say. We want a piece. And I felt almost threatened, and I was like, I got to leave New York. Like, I don't know what else to do. And a homegirl was living in L.A. and was like, I've been here for two years. You want to come here and try it out? Because I was thinking Canada. I was thinking... Uh, London. I was thinking just far away as I could. I was fear, you know, fearful for my life at that time, and uh, I just came here and I yeah. got off the plane at LAX and I was like, I can't believe people live in this kind of weather <laughs> all fucking year. And I was like, I'm done. And I went back and packed and came back and that was it. I've been here since '04. And uh, what's uh like, you know, how old were you when this uh, experience occurred to you? Like, um, I was in my early teens, like late, like let's say like late teens. And I feel like for some reason, like when you grow up in the hood, like if you if you didn't uh, turn into water under the bridge, you know, if you're not dead, if you're not in jail, if you're not strung out on meth on the street, right. and if you made it, like the, every young man has like like a breakthrough moment, you know, where yeah. it's like 
where it's like everything compiled and it became the worst thing that it could have ever been and then totally. and then boom you just came out the top you know yeah, you like, break through you like break you through yeah. yeah i feel like like all of us could relate to that experience you know totally and then once you once you're on the other side then everything is just you know you just have like you have the, the uh, an, uh, a hawkeye view of the yeah. world you know what i mean and yeah. that's why you're the way you are that's why you uh you know you break things down into um i forgot who i i think it was jordan peterson said Mm -hmm. that um some people have like views of the world Mm -hmm. like different kind of video so like some people got like 360p right you know (laughs) some people got 720 some people got 1080 it's it's the details that are important i think that's actually i think that's a um uh an ability we all have i think we all have all the different rates of speed video speed inside of us it's just a matter of when you're able in your life whatever happened experientially to you lets you tap it and lets you know how to adjust the video right, frame right. to like what you should be looking at. That's why, yeah, it goes from like 360 to 780. Yeah, it just matters how much you want to look into the details, right? Yeah, it yeah, certainly yeah. matters. Like if you, because I get tons of people all the time, they say, yo, I know all the shit you're saying is true. I know all the, all the stuff you talk about, like Bilderberg Group and the Vatican and all these different things. I know they're true. I don't. I just don't want to know about them. I'd rather not know. Well, you know, they say ignorance, ignorance is, bliss, is bliss, but at the same yeah. time, you pay the price, you know? And what's the price? Yeah. Ignorance. Exactly. It's cyclical. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, but we're not trying to be on that boat. We're trying to... Yeah, for me, it's know. a matter of just like I said, my my main purpose for whatever reason became being able to expose the unexposed for people that I felt needed to know, which is everybody. And that just became like a through line of my life, whether it's through my rapping, my books, my podcast, my IGTVs, talking to people after shows, my, my show... All of it somehow always ties back into that. Yeah, that's it. That's how I feel as well. That's a that's how I can relate to you because this whole everything I like, even the name of my DJ thing and everything is all based around trying to know mm-hmm. the things that they don't want us to know. Yeah, you know, like trying yeah. to bring light into the darkness. You know, trying it to ties sh- in. It's like wanting to know what we're not supposed to know, but also just wanting to know how things work. There are some That's people right. that innately, I feel, just have a sense and a need to want to know how things work. I'm a, I'm a pervasive question asker. I ask questions to the point where people get annoyed with me by asking too oh, many. Yeah. They think I'm being judgy. They oh, think I'm yeah. trying to investigate. I'm like, this is just how I am. I need to know things to like immerse myself in them. I can't just know surface. Surface doesn't yeah, work. Yeah. When when you were a kid, like, did you did you ask a lot of questions like to I, adults? I just told him, I was talking mm-hmm. to my therapist mm-hmm. on Friday about that, and I told him that I just had memories recently of how my mom's really only issue with me. He was like, were you a bad kid? I was like, no, but the issue she had with me a lot with teachers and parent-teacher conferences was that I was too talkative. Uh-huh. That was the biggest knock on me as a child was always that I'm too... And my mom tells me stories now about how she used to take the bus with me in New York, and parents and other people would look at her and wonder how she did it because I would sit on the bus the entire ride and literally just ask her questions about everything from what the bus was made of. Why is that the color of that? Why is the sky that? Why is that cloud moving in that direction? And she would try her best as an immigrant, Dominican, you know, trying to answer the questions without just leaving me hanging. Yeah, it's it's hard, especially if, you know, you got two languages under your belt. You're trying to ask questions in Spanish. Yeah. And you're trying to ask questions in English. I was probably to, yeah. asking like weird, fucked up, metaphysical questions. My yeah. mother was like, "Why are you even asking that?" I used to be the same way, dog. My daughter's like that now. She's crazy questions. questions about all kinds of stuff. I used to, uh, you know, my mom would be like, "Yo," so I ended up having to just buy, having to like, you know, go to like yard sales and stuff and like find like, encyclopedias and just start yeah, reading those you know yeah. i was like well I, this, this is digest full of, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, i mean quite i always that's one of my mantras is questions open the mind uh, statements close them yeah when i was a kid i was definitely exactly like that i asked a grip of questions mm-hmm. 
nobody liked me for it. Everybody thought, everyone thought I just had like, or I was playing this character, right. you know, like if th- as if that wasn't really me, mm-hmm. as if uh, I was like doing it to appear a certain way. But it's like, mm-hmm. nah, like I really you, you you just want to know stuff, you know. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure they yeah. diagnose that a lot now. Today is like ADHD, yeah, yeah. autism. You're on the spectrum, but it's just a matter of some people, like you said, have this in like Jordan Peterson said, have an innate ability to want to know. And want to ask questions, and when they don't get the answers they want, they dig for them. That's yeah. what I, I always like. That that was one of my early when I was like early awakening in my like early twenties. I used to always like read things. I was a reader like anybody else would start reading about Celestine prophecy and the Akashic records and Bhagavad Gita, and I would want to know. I would want to go to the source, right? No matter what the question was, That's I would get thing, an answer. Right? But then I would want to go to where did you get the answer to it? It's and like where did you get the if answer you want to find it? the highest quality download the purest, on the internet yeah you're gonna want to find the source of the file right like, yeah. where did this file because file the more time it gets shared the more it's the a game of telephone quality. yeah, yeah so, it's yeah. a game of telephone so we, we we're like okay that's so, what i always say the bible is like a big written game of telephone yeah it's a big uh it's like a mass of information information that just got passed over centuries that just slowly got diluted to wrong perceptions so, yeah. and let's get into it. that let's talk about uh you know what why it is that the world is full mm-hmm. of information, like to the brim. Especially right? now. Especially the now. The age of information. Like we know everything from 100 years ago to 2,000 years ago pretty clearly. Mm-hmm. When we get to 10,000, it gets a little fuzzy. Yeah. And we seem to think we don't know what happened at that time. But why is it that science and everyone's pushing forward on knowing the most that we can know about everything, but at the same time, why is it that the media and everything that we watch on TV is completely disconnected from that? Like their whole role mm-hmm. is like this weird duality. Well, it's divide. It's where it came yeah. from in the early beginning. Like I feel like the people that began that kind of um, mind control, so to speak, or hoarding of information, realized how much power. Like I remember a story they said like the first farmers learned how to farm because somebody found writings on how to do that kind of farming. And then they told the farmers and all the common folk that didn't find this information, on this day or near this period of time, it's going to rain this much. And they were able to calculate that from what they found. And then when it would happen, the farmers and common folk would be like, these people are gods. How'd they know that? Oh, my God, we must trust everything they fucking say. And that became throughout over hundreds and thousands of years the way that it's controlled now. Like where the, the government and people in power that know all the stuff they know that don't want us to know it, know that if we knew, we wouldn't need them. It cuts them out. I'm always telling people, why do you expect people to have power to relinquish power? We go to the streets in March and ask for them to stop doing what they do. Why would they? They're not us. You're trying to ask yeah, people that no have incentive. no empathy. Yeah. yeah. What's the incentive for them to give up all the power they've had generationally since like early man, since alien civilization? So, why would they give that to everybody if so they know they to, hold us with we it? We need a premise before we continue. So we're saying that your premise is that you believe that information is being withheld you believe that there is a governing system of there's a know, structure in place that's been evolving over time and but it's you think structure. that it's the same structure and it always has been in since the beginning of humanity yeah you think it's always been the same structure mm-hmm. that kind of it's like has energy, learned this like, game like and, the same way energy can't be created or destroyed it could only change expression i believe that the structure of control of the way information is withheld has changed its expression energetically over the course since the beginning of time but it's still centralized as like if they knew everything we do they won't need us yeah see that's a crazy thing because you know you 
Okay, so that's the theory, right? right? So, but what's the evidence for the theory? When when we said earlier that when we zoom in, to, we always want to know where the information comes from, right? Mm-hmm. And in today's date, we got a pretty good understanding of where people are. Mm-hmm. Like, it's either that they're more like conservative Christian and they get their ideals from the Bible, mm-hmm. or not even the Bible per se, like mostly church scripture, which is not really the Bible. No, you know? right. Like, church is like different it's from the interpret- Bible. Yeah, yeah, they're interpreting yeah. for you. So, let's say that the Bible is in one place, and then there are people in Eastern countries that maybe study buddhism maybe mm-hmm. there's people that study science maybe there's like all these people have their way of trying to find mm-hmm. the best sources of information for right. the truth right right and it all kind of leads to the same conclusion but why is it that we don't look at all the sources like why like mm-hmm. you know what i mean like why can't i read why can't i do it all right like yeah, why, I mean, why do i have to why is it that if i read the bible that all of a sudden science people don't like me mm-hmm. you know what i mean and why is it that if i read science mm-hmm. all of a sudden bible people don't like me well i think know? because science has always been something that's been very um how do you say experiment based it's very based on scientific method which is always has to do in some way shape or form with it being able to experiment and derive a hypothesis and then have some sort of logical conclusion to it and when you can't have experimentation happen on things that are metaphysical spiritual that can't be touched or seen with the five senses it goes out of their scope of like a good acceptance a they're good like point. they're like if it can't be somehow expressed or able to be seen within the five senses then we don't want to deal with it we can't but yo you know what's ridiculous is that half of science cannot be touched and is metaphysical well that's why they have a certain extent that's why they have such a hard time with dealing with quantum physics exactly yeah einstein battled quantum physics as soon as he heard about it because he couldn't wrap his head around all kind of things like superposition or quantum entanglement how things can be trillions and billions of light years apart and still do the same exact thing with he died disagreeing yeah that String theory and this that superimposition was a thing. Well, looking and, for the, looking for the unified theory, the fact that there's yeah. things that explain physics wise how big things work, and then there's a whole set of laws for things how small things work, and right, everybody's right. always trying to see what the theory is that melds the two together, and they haven't. Right, but but that's what I'm trying to do. Ah, uh, yeah. There's do all a guy, my work. I'm trying to always get the unified theory. There's down. a guy who who I watched. If you haven't heard of him, you should definitely check him out. His name is Nassim Haramain, mm-hmm. and this dude is dude. You would think that he's the shit, bro. This guy, when I first watched one of his videos a long time ago, mm-hmm. like he was talking about a vision that I had when I was a kid. Mm. So what he was talking about was. Basically, this dude, like, he said he was, like, having a dream, like a daydream, right? Mm-hmm. And in his dream, he was imagining, like, shapes and shit, right? So he saw all these different, like, fundamental shapes in his mind. And he right. was asking these questions, like, like really crazy questions. Like, how is it that things can only exist in this plane or not that? Right. So he's thinking about dimensions as a kid, which I think most kids probably think of without yeah, even knowing. But right. You think, okay, a dot is a point. Mm-hmm. And then two dots is the line, right? Right. That's and then that's just one dimension. And then two, it you know two dimensions is if you put three points together. And then three dimensions is if you have height, height, and then breadth, width. Four dimensions is if it's all of those A things across time. time, right? And then the fifth dimension is if you know. So like this dude was like really imagining this, right? But he started going into like more than that, mm-hmm. like all the things that that are now considered like common knowledge right like the flower of life right like the tree of life pie like the cob like kabbalah like fibonacci. pie fibonacci sequence yeah all these like 
Illuminati <laughs> fucking ideas. Like these people broke them through for us to understand yeah. that they were there and they're real. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I don't understand like what's the stigma behind like mentioning even some of this information. Well, that's like it's funny because Prince E is another like a rapper slash poet. He was rapping a long time ago and he became like a poet. He's a huge influence now online social media. But he was starting a fun a foundation called Make Smart Cool. I mean, him used to talk about that kind of concept being something that comes back cyclically. Where historically it used to be something along the lines of people thought it would be cool to be smart. And that is kind of shunned upon now, and it's mocked. And you obviously have terms like nerd and dork when somebody's a book reader or a bookworm. You have all these different things that have been posed through societal means and commercial and advertising and media that Dude, make people you know, that are smart like seem weird. And I, you know what's crazy? What I dislike today mm. the fact that um, you know, all right, being smart was shunned upon, and then all of a sudden in modern culture, the cool kids are the nerds. Yeah. But if you look at them, it's not about being smart. It's about what? It's about liking comic books. Well, now like, it's come it's around. About, it's about games. Yeah. Well, comic books and games don't make you smart. No. Like, that doesn't make you a nerd. No. You know what I mean? No. Just because you put on some fake glasses and you know everything about Marvel, that does not mean you're a nerd. And that was right? me. You know I what grew I mean? Up, I grew up that way. I was a Marvel yeah. Universe fiend. I knew everything about every single superhero you could think of when I was a kid. And then I started to go through a lot of other shit that made me become a drug dealer. Nerd. But all that still remained in me. But... That's the point about now is the fact that we live in the age of information where now being a nerd is power. Right. And it's no longer brute strength. Brute strength is not power. I feel like that's like a a new weird thing where like now the kids getting all the bitches are all the fucking little nerdy niggas. The programmers, the coders. And then uh, and then on the other side, too, like if you're woke. Right. Like like say, for example, you know, all these things about like the occult and you're interested in esoteric beliefs and you're interested in knowing crazy hidden information about stuff and you're interested in like yeah. original texts of the oldest books that we have right all right. of a sudden you're hashtag woke like, yeah i don't like that label for myself you know what i yeah. mean because it puts me in a camp of people mm-hmm. that don't like other like it's like a gang well it's like, almost you know? at this point in time the way things are everything is so meme oriented and so social media driven you almost have to embrace that kind of shit it's like my like I said before, like my baby moms and like my moms and other people that I know that somehow have an issue with technology. I'm like, look, there are things that are going to be coming. Like what kind of issue? Like just having an issue with the fact that it's around at all. Like I want I don't want to have to be dealing with this and this app and having to swipe and all this. Like, look, look this is here and it's not going to go anywhere. So things like that that exist in universe in the universe, you either embrace it or you're going to have a hard fucking life it's like going into like i always say it's like going into a river and walking against the current you could do that all you want a lot of times probably the river's going to knock you down if you lay down though and just let the river flow take you somewhere it wants to take you you'll have a great fucking time stop fighting the current you keep fighting current you will get knocked down by the water yeah but sometimes you gotta you gotta be you sometimes you gotta swim against the grain because where the river's taking you it might drop you off a cliff you know what i mean yeah but i think something like this like yeah, the way like techno- technology, technology no, yeah, itself, yeah. it's something that's not gonna go no, anywhere. So absolutely yeah, and, and not. Almost, and like I said, like things that come with it, like having to be lumped in groups of people that are woke or people that are enlightened or people like I know that New Age is like the back of Barnes and Nobles for years, and all of a sudden it's into the front of the store because it's the hip thing. That's now. exactly I, what I mean. That's exactly but what I'm I, saying. And I and I find I, it's almost like with the weed, this shit. Like I like I said, I was a drug dealer. So I have had an issue for the last five, six years that the legalization is happening, but I'm a double-edged sword guy because I love the fact that I can walk into a dispensary, get weed free, drive on my car, take a toke here and there, no smell. It's all beautiful. I embrace it. But I have an issue with the fact that it wasn't something cool when I was a kid and I ran from cops to get away from them to do the same thing that white kids are now selling <laughs> in MedMen. 
but I have, but I have no choice but to embrace it the same way technology. Like I tell people that I try to fight it and say I don't like the fact that all this is changing and the face recognition technology. <laughs> I'm like all these things are going to happen whether you like them or not. So liking them is going to make you probably have a better day than not liking them. It's your choice. <clears throat> well, this is the way I see it. Like you know, every generation, whether you grew up, any generation, right? Let's pay attention to how they progress. Mm. Like. Say, for example, like, going from the 60s to the 70s, you know? Like, there was, like, a huge leap in, like, the way people thought. And Mm -hmm. a lot of people left a lot of old school ideas behind and, you know, adopted new progressive ideas, especially in politics and things like that. But then let's look at where it evolved after that. And to the 80s, it became conservative again. And all these people brought back these other ideas. And then in the 90s, it's like a pendulum. You know, one year goes one way. Next year goes the other, and it's been progressing. And the technology, like, those people from the 60s, like, you know, they're stubborn. Like, they want to keep doing shit the way they did in the 60s. And the people people that grew up in the the 90s, you know, Mm -hmm. they're having a hard time adopting the technology. Like, we don't want to admit it, but, like, right. The, it's going really fast. It's actually going so it's fast. exponential growth. That we... We're linear. We, we need to remember that when we were our youth or whatever, adults could not keep up with us right. when it came to computers. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they had to go and ask you, like, hey, can you burn me a CD on mm-hmm. LimeWire? You know, can, yeah. can you use a computer to make me a movie? I was explaining streaming to somebody in their, like, mid-30s, mm-hmm. almost early 40s last week at a show about, like, how, you know, why, how things like Spotify work. Pandora. Right, right, right. But, like, it's like if you're a human and you have this ability to know whereas a gorilla doesn't and a centipede doesn't and a koala doesn't, then you have to know that you've seen through universal teaching that everything is cyclical. The universe is cyclical. So everything that was will come back. We're going through a renaissance right now. The same thing that happened back when there was another renaissance and there was a renaissance before that. But That's exactly a, what I'm trying but to say. A, but it's a different renaissance in how it, like again, energy cannot be created or destroyed. It changes expression. This is a renaissance that we're going through now, but it just looks different than that renaissance. It's actually, it's, a renaissance. it's actually incredible, dude. Yeah, it's beautiful like, to live like in. It's People one of the, should relish it. It's one of the things that once you realize it, that nothing has ever been the way that it is today. Like according to as far as we know, as far as our knowledge goes, but the level of con- the level of consciousness raising is exactly the same thing that's happened before because every year it, or every every it's cyclical. Like yeah, yeah. if you want to think every about lifetime. if you want to think about yugas in Hindu scripture and think about the Kali Yuga and the Theta Yuga and all these different ages that the universe has, like yeah. the universe is a living thing and it has ages like we have ages. It just doesn't age like we age, obviously. Yeah, and the crazy thing than us. is that you can take. A scripture from you know ten thousand years ago, and it makes sense Apply today. It today, yeah, that's it why all these things, that, all these things that are claiming or making people claim to be woke, are things that they're finding that were written ten thousand BC, yeah, see, six thousand BC, three hundred. That's BC. another thing that people need to understand is that we have uh, truths in this world. So for me, God is truth, and for me, truth, it, it is true if it survives the testament of time. Right. So. Like, when we know an archetypal truth, facts are truth to me, right? Mm-hmm. Facts, undeniably true. You can't argue against it, right? Yeah. But there are other things that are true that you can't necessarily, like, that are metaphysical. Metaphysical truths. What well, are those? Well, that's what it is. I mean, there's axiomatic facts that are almost, like, mathematical to the point where in any language you can translate them. Sure, they're abstract. But, then, but, every, yeah. but everything else is very subjective. Everything else is just beyond so, so... I mean, I always say, like, the only thing that's that's either or, really, is pregnancy. 
Like, that's the only thing, if you really break it down to everything in the world that you could think of conceptually, the only thing that's either or, literally, is pregnant. You either are pregnant or you're not. Other than that, everything else is not either or, black or white. Everything is so gray, and for people to come at you with their gray and act like it's black and white is ludicrous. That's why, like, I never say it's all fact. All what I'm saying is truth. These are things that I discovered that I found that I share. If right, you want, if, right, they, right. if they if they tie in with your beliefs in some way or they make you have a different perspective on life that you've had that helps you, fan fucking tastic. If you think it's bullshit, don't Google it. Don't so, look it up. You don't so have to for know you, it. For you, truths are more uh, personalized. So, personalized yeah. in the sense of like what your soul's purpose as truth is. What you mm. feel you were born to do as a soul incarnated wise in this existence is your truth, whatever that may be. You hold on to that and run with it and you'll see doors open. When you fight again against that current, it's going to be a tough fucking life. That's why everybody's on this woke shit now about like, live your best truth. Be the, you know, you're living your truth. Be your best you. That's yeah. why, see, that's yeah. one of the reasons why some people have been looking at um, what we use as entertainment. Because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we study people from like the Roman times and the things that they used to enter- entertain themselves. And right. there was always like fucking people in a... In a big old fucking coliseum, watching a lion, just eat a watching, purse. yeah, or watching like they always had some some sensational ass shit, you know? yeah. And the like, kids would come out and yeah, watch, and everyone was, would go and watch. Yeah, it was like, sick. And and time. when when did they run it? They always ran the event when they were getting ready to invade someone, or when they were getting ready to do some other backdoor political shit. Still they were like, today. all right, all right, let's have let's have the game today. All right. Yeah. All right, distraction is yeah, a great yeah. tool it's a great Dude, tool it's a whenever, great weapon whenever it's any season of anything that's one of the uh, like no offense to you but like i i don't this like i don't like any of this like trendy like sports like ball yeah, sports right i'm not into any of them like not soccer not football not basketball not none of it i, get I don't it. watch it i don't nothing you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's kind of like interesting to me like i don't have a problem with people that are fans of sports right you know right but i think for me it's been mostly i've been like a extreme sports kind of dude you i know you. you know what i mean like it's yeah. always it's been... all very i mean sports itself i've always felt is very personality based me obviously personally i have an interest in certain sports because i played them as a kid yeah, uh, yeah. For whatever i guess reason in i my never played none of that shit either. Yeah, yeah i played football in the streets i was like a football legend in my uptown neighborhood i was like people would come from other blocks to play my block just so i got a chance to play me and it was like basketball the same way but that's why I love today basketball because I have a visceral reaction when I watch. And there's I a lot of culture me. behind it too. Like when I was in the Bay Area, I noticed like everyone was serious about all their SF giant oh, shit yeah. and their warrior People shit. People get because you know it's an I mean? it's an it's, yeah. it's an extension of their personality. Yeah. It's the, whatever aggressive aggression they come at you with about the sport is obviously a personality trait that they're allowing sports to manifest through it. Right. So they're just we using all, it as they're a, using uh, that as the as the vehicle for the aggression they want to ex- really expel. And that's, they don't that's feel why, socially that's why after games. Expelling. That's why maybe after games is popping there, pop, punch yeah. each other in the yeah, face like and they fight, fight in the fucking burn parking shit, lot. Yeah, yeah, the, when, and when they win, they destroy things. It's like, where is that coming from? You should be real. like planting flowers if you're team like, yo, won. we won. Like, this is so dope. We're so happy. Nah, let's build a let's, tree. Let's, let's burn something. Let's build, yeah, <laughs> let's burn the neighborhood. Like, that's not let's the right. Let's start a riot, bro. I don't think that expression of celebration is appropriate for this event, but okay. Yeah. It's serious like that, too, man. I'm not like, that. Even I, here. As a kid, I was, but I've obviously ascended to a place where I. I know that things like that are necessary are more surface than not. So yeah, I, I don't. Yeah. So, but to be if you were like if you're if you're in your 60s and behaving a certain way as far as the sports are concerned, and your your team, you might want to start reassessing your uh, 
Yeah, yeah I values. think like maybe the Bay Area is a little more sports oriented than uh, mm-hmm. LA. LA is a little more chill. I don't know about New York. Like, are people really about their sports out there too? Big time. Yeah. I mean, I think sports also obviously plays a role in the tribalism that we as humans exhibit because we are social animals as opposed to other animals that aren't necessarily as much as we yeah. are. But we definitely people have thrive. tribal needs. We yeah. thrive yeah. off like human interaction. Like that's why they're solitary confinement because we put somebody in a hole by themselves for six months they're gonna probably fucking die from a broken heart yeah. or something because that's you leave not... a baby alone yeah, exactly. and you just Unloved. feed it and just leave it unloved don't touch it die. don't hug it it'll die yeah that we're human yeah. social animals and that's why sports i think is another manifestation of that you know it's another crazy thing I about wish, humans dude not to say anything about not to get off track but i always thought sports would be the perfect thing to like kind of remove politics as we see it now like having instead of wars and civil wars if i just have your favorite sports teams for each country play each other in six games and whoever wins they get that land or how about like just like that. a fight to the death like two guys your best guys <laughs> i don't know I, I just think sports i i see sports also as always as being like the only place that is okay for competition like i don't think i don't yeah. think i don't think work i, li- I like the olympics for that reason i like see yeah, i'm a fan we, of the olympics if, if we had olympics as like a political precursor to any war It'd well, be the best planet. It's happened though before. Like remember, like even like Hitler Germany played during the Olympics. But that was obviously subject, yeah. you know, pervasive in its. You know, root they reasoning. used to say that um, that Hitler was racist. Like when we used to read it in textbooks, that yeah. he didn't like blacks, right? right? But like not like not just Jews, but like other races. That's actually not really true. Did you know that? Like for the most part, he was specific about the Jews. Like he he like during mm-hmm. the. Uh, Actually, during the Olympics, and this might be kind of controversial to say, but during the Olympics of that time, uh, who's that famous runner, uh, Jesse Jackson? Mm. Yeah, um, so he won, right? Mm. And uh, the president of the United States never went down right. to congratulate him. Right. But Hitler did. That Hitler did. Hitler yeah. did, you yeah. see? And that's a fact. And like, But when, like, dude, the newspapers from the time, from this country, don't reflect that idea. Well, I think it that, took the newspapers from other countries reporting on that fact. But well, they're not going to even report know. that here. No, they have yeah. to make him. Yeah, for sure, he was. A, he's a monster. Even more controversial was that, you know, he probably had the self the, the hate for the Jews because of a self loathing because they say his mom was a Jew. Yeah, probably. It's probably a combination of a lot of things. But I've actually looked into it. Like, what were the yeah, esoteric had, motivations behind Hitler's actions? And well, he was. A, he to, was a hypnotist. It has to do with a lady specifically her name is miss blavatsky i rapped about her in my song oh for real madame blavatsky she died of influenza yeah dude that crazy that crazy ass lady she was black magic the occult she was black magic the occult alistair crowley alistair crowley has his roots in her yeah i know know? yeah she's the master of Mm -hmm. deception she's the only one who's been able to influence an actual leader of the world Mm -hmm. from germany to believe in her, her, her esoteric beliefs, mm-hmm. and she got him to want to do such a crazy thing as exterminate Jews. Yeah, because of her beliefs in uh, Aryan, Aryan super super human, yeah, superhuman alien. beliefs. They say Aryans were like yeah Martians. They believe what a lot of people on the other side believe mm-hmm. that white people are aliens and that everyone from this world is of an unclean race. Yeah, and that they are the pure blood. Mm-hmm. That's why. They say pure, pure blood, pure blue, blood. blue, no blood. mixing, no race yeah, mixing. Yeah, that's one of the reasons. That's why one they of the. Say it. That's what the again that withholding information thing that we were talking about before. Yeah. That's where that because people like that are able to possess positions See, of power. And that's and a dangerous. That's an extremely like that. dangerous thought. Did you know that you can't even have that book in America? 
You can't have anything written by right. Miss Blow. I actually have a few downloaded PDFs. You can have them in digital format, mm-hmm. but you can't have you can't like have a, paper form. a paper form. No. No. Yeah. That's crazy. It's like, the same it, as that book, Behold a Pale Horse. That's one of the books that first awakened me to the world. And there are book some books out there. Now it's popular. There are some books out there that nobody should have. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's worse than having, like, meth in your house. Like, right. <laughs> there are you know blueprints what I mean? for really serious shit in there. And yeah. They, but a lot of those blueprints are also for things like alchemy, things like being able to you levitate. Know, I recently went down this crazy rabbit hole of knowing what white supremacy is because, like, we hear it all the time in mm-hmm. mainstream news and politics. Like, they want to describe all these other people as, like, Nazis or white supremacists. But they really don't understand what a Nazi or a white supremacist is. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's a specific group of people that have a specific connection and a specific agenda. Yeah. Like, it's not a random organization where you just join if you're white. You no. know what I mean? Like, no. It doesn't work that way. That's the way it's presented in the mass media. Exactly. Yeah. So, like, reading from Ms. Blavatsky, then we realized that actually the Ku Klux Klan, uh, the, the KKK here, mm-hmm. Uh, one of their leaders in the South, when it was first like founded, it was like founded somewhere out in the South. I forgot where. But there's this dude. Um, I can't remember his name. Something uh, Albert Pike. I think Albert Pike. Yeah. 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 So he's one of the founders. In 1776, the, he founded it, and it was a Christian right wing extreme group. Exactly. And and they uh, they definitely wore the uh, the, hoods. the hoods. Yeah. They basically invented the KKK. Like they basically created it. Well, they created yeah. the police. And the crazy they thing is that they created the police because the KKK became the ones that started to have slave rounders. Right, right, right. And the slave yeah. rounders or the slaves were escaping to Boston, and the slave catchers, which were the early police, would chase them, and they were assigned from the KKK. You know, it's another crazy thing is that Albert Pike is a 33rd degree mason yeah like, like he's Everybody one of the that. most earliest yeah he's one of the most revered masons he's a higher masons. he's a higher than 33rd degree albert yeah. pike uh, yeah i remember i i well definitely i read one of his books and yeah. he had the he had all the uh symbols but he never like in his book said that he was all of them were satanists and all of them were basically just believers of early sacred geometry and mathematics and ability to use that in physics to be able to do things that people would consider to be magic and that's what it in its at its simplest form that's what it all was none of it is i mean yeah people say it's dark arts because it's something that's esoteric hidden in the dark because it's not something that again if the people in power know they know that if we knew what they know we would not need to have everything we have out here right now it would be it would be a different world if people knew how to like heal themselves through using stones and using mineral and using quartz and using crystals. Well, we do exactly those things if you think about it. We just just not to the highest extent yeah, we could. Yeah. Even the ankh. We use the ankh is a, the ankh is, is a free generator, a free energy generator. If you use it with certain copper and coil wiring, and you dip it in a certain liquid like zinc, and you can have it become something that generates electricity without you know any they other recently. Source. I was just actually reading about this. They recently discovered uh, a type of crystal that if you break it. Like if you put a lot of pressure on it and you uh, smash it, mm-hmm. sparks come out of it. It actually generates high voltage when it snaps. So that means that there are some like electrical properties to well because to, because all mineral is alive and all plant is alive. They're all just different dimensional consciousness. Mineral is first dimensional consciousness. Plant is second dimensional consciousness. Animal is third dimensional consciousness. Astral light is fourth dimensional consciousness. We've been all the other ones already. That's why we're animals now. Because we went through the first, we died, came through the second, have died. We were all plants, we were all rocks, and now we become human. 
And after this is the next level, which is fourth light astral dimension. We're just in this phase now as this energy. Damn, dropping them truth bombs. You hear them? I mean, you hit. You, you hear them? If you think about it, there's certain. That's echo right there. There's certain minerals, rocks that people use to heal other people. You put them on and they create a certain generating energy around you because they use your chakras. They tap into the metaphysical part of you, but they're physical objects. Plants, you could you could Dude. play music for plants and plants activate. You hit it right on the, on, on the head of that nail. Like for real, because uh, that's actually one of my beliefs as well. But mine is based in uh, ancient Mayan scriptures mm-hmm. from their hieroglyphs. Yeah, yeah, they actually they have what's a calendar of the evolution of consciousness. Yeah. A lot of people know like the main time calendar, but they don't talk about the second calendar mm-hmm. they made, which is a not a of time but of consciousness. of consciousness. And there's like level one, two, three, four. Yes. It explains exactly that. Yes, it's exactly that. That you know, first there is the inanimate objects. That's one, and then there is uh, plants, and that's two, and then there, you know, it says Animal. exactly that. Different tiers of consciousness. And yes. then eventually, they believed it. Uh, we've the reached, Hopi tribe believed it. Uh, the Greeks believed. Yeah, it. according they to all, that calendar, when 2012 hit. That was it wasn't the end of everything, but it was the end of a particular type of consciousness and, yes. and a a birth into a new a, a, a new consciousness. A and shift. so it wasn't people kept going off at the time like, oh, the world's going to end 2012. Oh, well, what, like, uh, what else would they think? <laughs> what else? What, if, if there's 100 media outlets and all 100 are telling people the same thing, then people are going to believe that shit. But yes, yeah. it was a shift in consciousness, and it was a time when technology was hitting a peak of exponential and linear growth with itself. Yeah, we've we've actually, I think, I believe, humans have reached a point of no return. We can never be what we were before. No, now comes the phase of us merging with technology, becoming artelects. The only way we're going to be able to keep up with technology's exponential growth as linear beings is to merge with technology and join its ascension. See, that's the same problem have with it's like two idea. things running at the same time but one is running faster the only way this thing is going to catch up to that one is if it merges with it so that idea of transhumanism yes. I have two We're all two different beliefs on it so the first Elon Musk agrees with you he thinks mm-hmm. that if we don't merge with technology that we're gonna, we won't, yeah, we're gonna get left behind by it we might even be destroyed by it so he believes that extreme yeah, shit yeah. I don't believe but that. let's let's say that yeah. you know um, that's one scenario right the other scenario there, there's just I feel like that's not the only answer you know what I mean it's not yeah, like, like I said nothing's either or exactly so I'm thinking about transhumanism and the only reason why I have a problem with it is because revelations in the Bible is so specific to transhumanism like it literally mm-hmm. says like the first that they're gonna have some kind of code on their body uh, right a barcode like that mark one that you got right there the mark of the beast and then after that mm-hmm. like they'll use it it's actually very specific it yeah, says it that you can use it to make payments, yeah, and you can use it UPC for your identity. Bar, UPC symbol, yeah, basically. The yeah. Bible's talking about a symbol that if you wore, mm-hmm. that it was how you did life in this. That's why I put this on my body. Years. Then ago. it says that once they want us to merge with machines, with mechanisms, mm-hmm. and we want to put them in our body, mm-hmm. then that is another sign That's of sign the time of coming. Sign sure. of times. So if people Nonsense. decide to go that route, like, you know, <laughs> the question is, how can a prediction be so good? Like, because you know? it's like a, it's something that even before the Bible was written is something that's been embedded in time as far as having to change people's perception of truth. Of course, if, if there's something that's going to be good, that's going to benefit everybody. The person that knows that is going to not want them to know. It's going to tell them this thing that's coming. Be, be scared of it. Yeah. yeah Everything yeah. in society is fear based. They want you to they want to steer you away from the truth with fear. The more they make you scared of it, the less you want to go to it. 
That's the point. Oh, That's so why the Bible is... a deliberate is scheme to keep a us... A complete away. deliberate. Yeah, why yeah. else would they say the things that they say that have not come to fruition yet? It should have been the sign of times years ago. We're still here. But, you know, you We're never know. <laughs> you never know, but there are certain nah, things that, nah. like, even anybody... You're not supposed to take it literally. Anybody like Peter Diamantes, Ray Kurzweil can extrapolate from here and see what's going to happen here only because of calculations. And if you look at history, you see where it's going. Yeah, you it's the same way going. that they say... That nothing is random. For example, you could have a water droplet fall and it could hit, uh, you know, a puddle and it'll make certain ripples. Yeah. Right. They say that that's incalculable. But in fact, it's not like with supercomputers, you could actually input mm-hmm. the movement of every single molecule with a quantum computer, every single atom that's yeah. inside of the water with a quantum computer. You should be able mm-hmm. to calculate how a water would ripple. You should well, be able to predict. It, because you're you, predicting the wave function. Exactly. You're not predicting If you had a location. set of dice and you throw it, depending on the speed and all the different elements, if you input that information in a computer, tell it what kind of atoms they're made of, tell it everything. You can have right? the highest possible probability of where it's going to land. Of where it's going to land. Yeah. You should be able to know with yeah. a super, supercomputer mm-hmm. how to throw dice and how to always get and it. And that's how, that's how they say that's how society is ran. The same like in Behold a Pale Horse, William Cooper said, the way that they would test ballistics in the army, like you would fire a shot. And you would have something on the other path, like a plate. The bullet would hit and you would be able to measure the acceleration of the bullet when it hit the plate and the damage it would cause and see where it would extend from from the point. Right. You could also measure a society in that exact same way. If you use certain things that are like bullets, but call them taxes, call them gas prices, call them corn prices, call them whatever you want to call it. You can measure a society where it's going to hit, what they're going to do. The same way you can measure a missile before you fire it, what it's going to do when it hits yeah. that spot. They use that same There's premise people, for society. There are people out in this world who study only that. Like yeah. their whole goal, they're like political scientists, basically. Yes. Like they're out there calculating crazy shit who's in order funding to keep society them? running. Who's funding them? You Government. Know, yeah. I think the only guy... That's why there's a lot about science that I agree with and I understand scientific method and I use it tons in my daily life. But there's a lot of things as far as what modern science says and dictates is happening in modern science that I don't believe because I know who funds scientists. And a lot of people don't want to talk about scientism. That's what I call it. Mm -hmm. But, you know, there are certain people out there who hold above everyone's head this pole of like fucking science look, and whip look who are the popular scientists like neil degrasse tyson yeah dude like honestly i can't really guys, even listen Brian to Green, i don't really like neil Michio degrasse tyson Kaku. Like that. they're all they're all smart obviously but there's a certain reason that they are on the forefront of media and why they have yeah. shows dude neil podcasts. degrasse tyson is on every like everyone's on his sack and i'm just like dude <laughs> This dude just talks a lot and says nothing. You know what I mean? Like, well, he gives out random facts that anybody, if they chose to do the, yeah, numbers behind, they can come up with too. He just has the he he does it because he's generating or, or, an income. Or what from about it. the net, the newest uh, um, science uh, mouth, uh, Bill Nye, the science guy? Yeah. Uh, when Nye. he on his fucking, have you seen his Netflix show mm-hmm. that he made? Yeah. Dude, that thing is terrible. Yeah. It's like nothing. Science is. All social science. Like, he's talking about, like, things that are important to the culture of... It's, it's the sign of the times, yeah, man. It's, it's the dude. times we're living in. That's why, you, like, it's almost like in hip-hop where people say you have to kind of... If you love a certain type of rap and you don't want to hear all the nonsense trap, you have to dig for it. And it's the I same so. with everything mm-hmm. now. If you really like something, you can find the root of it and find the good, but there's going to be all this other shit because that's where we are today as a society. That's what technology is being used for, is for mass consumption. Dude, isn't that also so trippy that... You can spend like a bunch of effort or, you know, you can you can as an adult do so much to try and make a video 
proper and get it on YouTube and make money doing that or whatever it is your game plan is, right? But here comes a fucking thirteen year old kid. kid goes viral off, <laughs> yeah, like, for like farting. taking shit on the sidewalk or something. Stupid that's like the this, sign of the know? times, man. And that's now, where we are. This fool's richer than you, like tenfold. But, but that's that, that's that's like the weird juxtaposition of life that I see now is the fact, like you were saying earlier, about the fact that we have like the ability to know everything. Like we're in the age of information, but then people fall for this dumb shit. It's almost like how could you know so much? But fall for so much more dumb shit now. That like, that can be true. Like what a weird. It's almost the same disconnect that we have between us and our ancients. Like, like they understand certain concepts about spirituality and the soul and all these other things. Take that care of the really, elderly. Really, that go really far, you know. And then we seem to not really give a fuck about any of those things. You know what I mean? I think it's the numbing that we've gone through. We have yeah. like a PTSD as a society to like what reality is. We have no idea what it is. Yeah, maybe maybe we're not happy with, uh, you know, they say that a person, when something traumatic happens, they can forget it, right? Bury so, it. Yeah, bury it. it. As a society, that'd be really easy, you know, because you just don't pass it along. Well, that's anymore. what we do. I mean, look, look how we exist. We are actually finite beings, meaning we come to an end. And everything that's on this planet at some point will come to an end and regenerate. But we treat everything and ourselves like we're infinite. It's the yeah, weirdest yeah. thing. Like, you know you're... You know you're not gonna live forever, right? What the fuck are you living for? Why are you acting like you do? What was wrong with you? You know, yeah. the more you do damage to this and the thing we walk on, we're gonna be fucked. When people act like YOLO. What do you think about this theory? Well, I for me, YOLO, you, you only live once equals do as thou wilt by right. Alistair Crowley. Right. You know? So right. like with everyone who's YOLOing, all I see I mean you is only you only live once in this body. Self destruction. You all do, I see. yeah, once yeah. here, but you're you don't die. You don't live once. None of us live once. Yeah, dude. It's so crazy. Like, the But that's evolution. the thing that pe- people don't live that we don't live once in that way. They don't see that they're souls and that they're just infinite energy that continue to reincarnate until they reach the next level. They just see it as we're infinite. We're not going to die as this person. Like you're going to die as this person. We all are. My daughter is. You are. We're all going to fucking die. But we're going to come back in some way. Just not this. So make so the you, most of you this. You believe in like cyclical... Absolutely. Reincarnation. We believe in in reincarnation. I believe that we all have to live every human experience there is to live to be able to not be human anymore. And the only way that that's achievable is by reincarnation. For me, when I venture into trying to know, you you know, what happens when we die, uh, I tend to always go back to the three points that click to me which are the vedic texts yeah the vedic science and uh and looking at those different things together and Mm -hmm. of course like buddhism even the bible talks a lot about it yeah you kind of get an idea for me life is more like uh reincarnation but um willingly so i think that like the buddha said if you wanted to reach transcendence you won't have to reincarnate Mm -hmm. when you die you will actually ascend to the next level to the next level level of consciousness just beyond what we know now yeah and the reason you keep coming back is because you as a higher soul believe that you still have more lessons to learn before you get there yeah that's why like i've I've always said like we choose the life that we're going to lead every time before we're born as the higher self we really are like we're the pilot that's saying this life you're going to die when you're six years old this life you're going to die when you're 37 years old this life you're going to live until you're 106 you're going to go through a rape you're gonna have you get robbed. You're gonna get a bunch of money. You're gonna have an accident. Like you, all these things are determined. It's just up to you to live the lifeline. Like that's what you're here to do. Is and then you while you're here, you have free will. So you get to choose that lifeline or that lifeline or that. But all the whole time, your higher self is saying, 
you're still going where I want you to go. Keep doing that. Okay, now you're okay. You're gonna do me. You really? You're gonna make. Okay, let's go. So, what go. is your higher self for you? Like what? God. God. I'm God. Yeah. So you're. You're God. So we are all gods We're of all our God. own universe, our own belief system. We're all God. Our, okay. I, when I when I say when I talk about God, I talk I'm talking about everything, not a being. I'm talking about all of us. So you think everyone is a unified consciousness? We're all one droplet from a faucet. God's the faucet. We're all drops. Like you know, the same like a, if you open up if you, you open watch up anime, faucet, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you watch Evangelion? No, but I've no. heard of Evangelion. We had a podcast where we talked specifically about the subject of instrumentality mm-hmm. from that anime. Okay. And it's basically exactly what you're saying, like uh, their belief in that we can all be part of the LCL, mm-hmm. just like the primordial soup of humanity, yes. like the, that, the ether. The, the ether, yeah. So the imagine, dark energy. imagine everyone wanting to go to the ether and trying to commit mass suicide, like right. kind of shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> this is the cartoon is so crazy, dude. I like, love it. You should it's watch pr- it. It's thought provoking. That's why. That's why I do what I do. I just want to provoke thought. I just want to make people think about something they normally wouldn't. Like, what the fuck was that guy talking about yesterday? Like, the Copenhagen interpretation. What is he talking about? I just want somebody to, like, see my video go by their screen and go, oh, that's weird. What the fuck is he talking about with that? What is that? What is he So, talking- let me ask you some serious questions, then. Uh, I want to know, you know, because everybody is in a battle with society in one way or another. You're either not for it or you want to change something about it mm-hmm. or, you know. But, like, when you are being you, like... What are the things that motivate you to challenge society? You know what I mean? Like, what makes you want to be not that same thing that falls into the crowd and becomes mm-hmm. everything else? You know what I, I mean? I feel in a way I... It's am, a lot of work, you know? I feel in a way I'm here to spark a different world. Like, I, what I want to instill is a resource-based economy. I wanted to be able to use whatever funding I make from the millions I make off music to be able to, like, fund 3D printing technology, automation, RBEs, maglev trains get geothermal energy use solar power use wind i want to change literally the world my whole point is to make a my own city and let that city get on media and let media say what is that rapper doing over there he's making a city with 3d printing in two years he's using it as earth ships he's using the have you seen that someone in compton out of all places Mm -hmm. in 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 the hub is actually making 3d printed houses Mm -hmm. and they're shipping them out they're cutting them out of cart like some crazy material. It's been happening material. for 10 years. Dude, People now catch like, on. Now. I'm on that trend of the tiny house trend. Like I want to make an entire, you know, like, the Venus Project. I want to make, like, a Jacques Fresco circular city where I have the entire center be quantum computers, and then I have buildings on the outside, then I have an agricultural <laughs> dude, center I on swear the to God, Evangelion is exactly this. Yeah. This is trippy, dude. Like, you, you watch that cartoon, because yeah. their society is exactly that. Well, those that society is from ancient... <laughs> Also, like before Christ, like all of this is like stuff that's been talked about since before then, like with Atlantis and Lemuria and Mu and all the old ancient civilizations that existed here before anything. Like those kind of cities existed then. I want to bring them back because it's all cyclical. It only makes sense for that to be what's doing, what's happening now. So what do you believe then in more like hard terms so we can get into the nitty gritty? (laughs) what do you believe about like the climate of the current politics? My belief is the only way that it's ever going to change is when a social movement becomes a political party. I should rephrase my question. What uh, about society don't you like right now? I don't like the um, reactive way society is instead of the proactive 
way society could be. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Yeah, there's a lot of people. There's a lot of reaction politics. There's a lot of the world reaction. Is a, the protesting. world is reactive. The there's world of, is reactive, and it true. doesn't have to be because we have the ability to be proactive. We can actually see what's coming before it comes. So and there's no need for us to be so lost. Society is pretty hypersensitive right now. You can't even do nothing or say nothing before. Someone wants to cancel you, you know, hashtag yeah, cancel, hashtag right. this and that. I think it's just we're going through a cleansing. I think that's what all of this is. We're getting we're preparing for the next step. Let me ask you uh, another serious question. Um, this is a belief that a lot of people who are into the occult and conspiratorial minded people, they all kind of seem to tend to have the same belief. Mm -hmm. And that is that the people that at least in this country have all the power mm -hmm. are satanic pedophiles. Do you believe this? I don't... Oh, sorry. No, you're good. You're good. I don't believe that all of them are. I don't believe... And I don't think Satanism is what people think it is. It has nothing to do with devil. It has more to do with sun worship and people that believe in things like... Oh, okay, let's say demonic or whatever phrase Shape-shifting, reptilian to, agenda yeah. stuff. Any, any No, um, just like actual like real pedophiles. Do you think that they really do human sacrifice and I think have many, sex with children? I think some do. You think, think some do? I think some do. I think certain ones that are in certain uh, political positions, whether they be high up, probably in some high up, certainly lower level, I think a lot of them engage in that because they can, because there's ways to cover it up, there's ways to get away with it, and they let these weird manifest, these weird expressions yeah. they want to have manifest in these sick ways. Dude, that's why people are always getting on, like, say, for example, like Alex Jones. Mm -hmm. They're always getting on his case and giving him the tinfoil hat right. and, like, you know, trying to really like get under his skin, mm -hmm. but they don't realize that this dude, he's the only reason we know that the Bohemian Grove thing happens. Not like, the only reason. Like, I mean, like he's the, the he's originating another... reason why everyone suspected it happening, but here's the reason why we know that it happened. Cause I, after, I don't, uh, I don't, I'm not a big fan of Alex Jones. He, I he's the guy who busted into that we're talking about 90s Alex Jones. Like, mm -hmm. this is before he even, even had this even, bad rep. But even the 60s, there were groups that already had exposed Bohemian Grove, and there were pictures, and they were... I mean, he's just another person that rides, like David Icke, and a lot of other... So you think David Icke is a shill of some sort as well? I think they all kind of are. I think they mean well, and but I just think that they're regurgitating information that's already been out. listeners, uh, David Icke and Alex Jones and all of these guys. There's like some familiar names that you right. always think of when you think of uh, yeah. you know, conspiracy theorists, especially right. in the now like easy to find internet, YouTube or whatever. Yeah, I think there's something when it, I think there's something exploited when somebody allows themselves to be that commercial and that um, marketable. So I always think that there's an underlying shillness to their to their information, but. Yeah, I mean, we have a lot of people to thank for shit like Bohemian Grove exposure and allowing us into certain things like halls and different kind of, um, obviously, eyes wide shut type of shit where people are doing those kind of cult rituals, yeah, sacrificing about, um, things. What we were talking about specifically is, uh, like, the the pedophile stuff. Like, I know that a lot of people also believe that. They have particular evidence that they think supports mm -hmm. that case, like uh, the Lolita Express and mm -hmm. Hillary Clinton and Bill Clinton. Right. The amount of money that they spent uh, flying on those private jets. Mm -hmm. uh, the new recent developments that before, if you were saying things about Harvey Weinstein and you were saying right. things about that dude that hung himself in jail, mm -hmm. like you were considered like a nut. A nut, right. And that dude was directly involved 
with the whole Pizzagate thing, mm-hmm. the whole, um, you know, and everyone was talking about Pizzagate. Right. And, and that was also involved in John Podesta, Harvey Weinstein. It's mm-hmm. all part of the same people. Yeah. And it goes all the way back to the Clintons. You can watch and see this information everywhere. Like, this is stuff that actually happened. Right. You know? But people, for me, it's always like, what, you almost, I almost have to look at it with the eye of why is that information accessible? So you think that if they didn't want us to know, we just wouldn't know? Right. It's almost like the names of people that people always uh, regurgitate, like the Alex Joneses, the David Ikes, of people that are like high people in power, like the Prince Phillips of the Netherlands and all these different names. I'm like, the people that are really controlling things, we are completely unaware of. I used to think that too. And then I realized that technology is changing so fast that actually governments are having a hard time keeping up with suppressing suppressing information. Yeah, I get that. And sometimes... People like Julian Assange and WikiLeaks mm-hmm. and Anonymous. Yeah, like will the Panama, actually, the Panama yeah, Papers. All these things are going to be they'll exposed. Drop bombs. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we're going to be privy to a lot more information than we ever were. We're in the information age. Like, people really think that they know something because of a document they got through a Freedom of Information Act. Yo, like, that Anybody stuff that they gave you. It's like Wikipedia. They were like, that you can't was use like, Wikipedia as a source. Like, that was chump change. Thing. Yeah. The government is just telling you, like, here's something here's that you nugget. can know. Here's, here's a, a nugget. Yeah. Right. Here's a little something but, to like, keep you But, like, they're not going to declassify the whole and we're deal. Not to, and we're not supposed to know because it doesn't matter. Ultimately, the point is to change it. It doesn't even matter to find out what's at the core of it or who's running it or who's the who's the puppet master. It doesn't matter. The point is to change it. Fuck, fuck wasting energy on all that stupid shit. I used to do it too. I was a huge conspiracy theorist. Yeah. 2009 to 2012 on Twitter, that's all I did is spill info about every single political party from the Mellons to the Oppenheimers to the Bilderbergs to the everybody. The, everybody you could think of, I know. I knew. But it's not. It, that's not the point for me anymore. The point is now to come up with a thing that's going to replace that because you could whine about that all day. I used to whine about it for five years. Now it's like, what are you going to do about it? What's going to replace it when we get rid of it, if you want to get rid of it? You have to now come up with a plan. I have a plan. So what's your plan? What's your plan? I said the resource-based economy, a social movement that turns into a political party, a a horizontal leadership where everybody's able to access certain websites to be able to vote on things as a consensus and not a political... It's going to go from a hierarchy to a horizontal. You know what would be crazy, dude? Like that idea there. If there was such a thing as Bitcoin... Like a ledger that was public that for nobody voting. could tamper with, but for voting. There's, there's, if, if someone it's created, already coming. It's coming. Like, it's all so going to come. It, that's the only people, way that you can guarantee that a vote is real. But that's where people have to now get ready to align themselves with the technology. Like this stuff is coming, whether you like it or not, adapt to it embrace it don't fucking don't start with the whole like nitpicking like it's gonna get hacked or nobody's gonna get online or it's gonna be on a day that nobody can it's gonna be voting on any day of the week anytime you want for anything we have and everything's gonna be shared and everything's gonna be self-sustained and everything is gonna be green friendly it's gonna be a different world but it's gonna take people buying in see now this is that's the thing is that you know as humans we know that every time we build the best machine that we could build at the time Mm -hmm. We've had several incidents of already, you know. We've done pretty terrible things as humans. But that's planned in the out. last century. Even, planned obsolescence you know? is part of free trade and marketing. So once you once you get rid of capitalism, that's, the, the, that's the, what we have to do is just get rid of capitalism. But that's the risk because the risk is that we've climbed so high with what we have. Are we ready to break it down from under our feet? We absolutely you know? are. That's the question. This like, is exa- are we? This has exhausted itself. This has exhausted itself. If it's dried out, right? It's we need something replace. else to quench our thirst, though. Like we can't break it out, out out from under our feet if we don't have a new, a new it's replacement. A, it's already here. Three you know? D printing is here. 
There's nothing that you have in this room right now. You look at anything in this room that we're in right now. It can be printed for free. You don't have to pay for it. Yeah, uh, I mean, there'll that, be like some cost hard, for like plastic, but, but like, you know. But even but, that, yeah. once we use the right materials that are sustainable materials that don't have obsolescence already embedded in them the way they are now because they have to run out so somebody else can buy it, that won't be a problem either. This will all last for fucking ever, bro. You know what? I always hated something in particular about everything and especially especially <laughs> in bikes like all the industries yeah, i like the way you said that I hated, <laughs> I hated something about everything like and i'm talking about specifically right. like industrial right. things like and i'm in the bike industry mm -hmm. and there's a big problem where none of the fucking components fit each other no. because everyone's making proprietary bullshit they're made to break down they're they're making things more easily exactly so they wear there's faster. a cost in it there's a cost yeah. in people being sick nobody makes money off healthy people you make money off sick people so it better keep them sick once we get rid of all this bullshit and and barriers that we have with capitalism and free market and trade and we start just letting technology do what it wants to do which is do everything we'll be fine yeah see but the question is just like a rocket in my opinion you need a force behind the you know you need something to thrust the rocket it, you thrust, can build, it thrusts itself so let's say we have the rocket right we have the we rocket, the, the rocket thrusts itself. Right, technology doesn't need us to advance. It already grows no, I upon know, itself. I know, but I'm just saying, like in the transition, we'll need some kind of catalyst. You know, something that will actually launch the rocket, something to ignite it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like that's what people are afraid of, because the catalyst can go both ways. Mm -hmm. It can launch the rocket to good, and it also point it right back at us if it wants to. You know. So when we're deciding things as humans, mm -hmm. especially as a collective, I think that's one of our biggest fears. We don't want to end up like Maoist China with well, that, 50 million well, people dead that's for what trying communism. But that's you know what, what I mean? Think if people base their fear on references of the past, it's not going to work because there's nothing in the past that exists like it does right now. Like Mao, Maoist China didn't have the internet. It's a different world. So if people base their fear on something so you, past, so it's stupidity. So this is the only time... In the history of probably all humanity, where Since we can actually break Earth. the cycle. Yes. This is the only time that yes. we've ever reached that moment. You said it. There's <laughs> nothing on this planet right now that existed back when anything else happened. There was no such thing as a self-driving car or a rocket that landed backwards or an internet in your pocket. None Dude. of this was around, so you can't reference something that happened then today. Because nothing that exists today existed then. And if you're trying yeah. to do that... You're just choosing to be ignorant. The, the uh, I think technology is definitely the the catalyst, in my opinion, for it. And I'll tell That's you why. That's it. Because when Embrace I look it. at, like, say, for example, like, there's no need to make laws or to regulate anything no. if it's just 100% beneficial and common sense. Yes. Like, if you just figure out a way to farm more effectively, indoors or outdoors or however, right? Yes. And you're able to yield 10 times more crops, right? We found a new yes. fucking it's a revolution, right? Yeah. Okay, that automatically, just because people aren't hungry, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? You'd think that the people that control the corn would want that, but they don't because they make tons of money by controlling the amount of corn. So they don't want us to be able to grow as much corn as we want because then they don't, we don't need them anymore. And, they, and nobody hates losing power more than somebody that's nah. had power so for a while. The people that are causing the stagnation are the old the old system the old we just the have old to build wheels. on top of them we have exactly. to build we have to build a new system on top of them that's the way this is going to work it's not about pinpointing them and finding out who they are and then exposing them to the world and putting them on trial 
just get <laughs> rid of them and put this new system in that's already here and done let that take yeah. over like just get let technology do what the fuck it wants and we'll be free i swear to god but no people society needs somebody dope that's going to convince them that's going to tell them stop stop being fearful of this thing you fear because it's illogical bro you can't think that you're going to be scared of this happening just because you don't know what's going to happen after you got to let the rocket fall it may take you off a cliff maybe but there's nothing been on earth like now that's ever been shown that's going to take you off the cliff i mean you don't get to put rockets into space if you don't at least blow a few up before you get to the solar works. solar panels didn't work as good today whatever what's today dude, october, not even close, october 19th they didn't work this well two years ago they're not even dude Solar they were trying to get rid trash, of. They bro. were trying to get rid of the whole solar panel industry, yeah, and dude. now they're on people's roofs all over LA. <laughs> they, they barely made it though, because for a long time, solar panels were really trash. Like you they would were buy supposed, one, but they, that, they, they did that's, not do but shit. But that's the point. Who do you think made them? Yeah, that was a problem. And then all of a sudden, the we people, got the people, good ones. In, the people in control want to give you shitty ones so that people go, "We don't want that. It's shitty." And then they're like, "Perfect." <laughs> but when they start working, they're like, "Fuck." Because there's nothing you could do about technology. It's going to make itself better without your ass. I was just talking about one of my beliefs is going to be that leads to this type of enlightenment, let's call it, is housing. I think it's like super important. I think I the day that like I actually have a vision of like perfect houses, mm-hmm. right? But with the most efficient things that you could imagine because I've been like. Really thinking about, especially lighting, Earth with all, all the, uh, the all these reptiles that I keep, and I've been growing uh, certain kinds of insects to feed to the reptiles, and right. I've been growing plants outside, and I'm thinking about maybe putting like Ecology. a little weed thing over there. So like, once you learn more about these things, you you start to realize, wait, actually, we could totally build self sustaining houses. You know what I mean? I just had like, this conversation on IGTV two days ago in Spanish because of me and my mom talking about how in LA I noticed she noticed she just moved here last week from New York from like 30 years. She can't believe how many homeless people there are. I'm like, mom, think about the country where there's millions of abandoned homes and there's millions of homeless, but somehow those homeless can't get in those homes. What's in the middle? What's stopping that? What? What is it? Money. Money. The system. There's a million homeless people right here that need a home. There's a million abandoned homes right here. Why can't they go in? What's up? What's up? Like, that's the problem. Once we get rid of that middle, all of that will make sense. That's when everything will be like, Oh, we can build houses out of anything. These 3D printed houses will be up in two weeks. We can have 600 of them in a week. Oh, <laughs> shit. Let it go. Let it fly, nigga. Like, let's build a city over here. There's hell of arable soil all over the planet that they don't tell us about. Let's build cities everywhere, bro. If all the millionaires and the rappers took all their money and actually started pooling that, it dude, to make cities for niggas and that, That's actually urban what, homes, what I think is going to be another phase of the shit. evolution is that people that are young like me i know a lot of people that i talk to uh think that moving out of the cities is the best thing to do and even looking at properties in rural areas where you could build cities, a self-sustained cities economy them, cities themselves like with buildings that go straight up in the air have been psychologically proven to affect people's physiology like there's a reason cities are built the way they're well, built yeah to put a, put a rat a, in a box and then you know who like, builds cities i don't build cities you build cities I don't know anybody that builds cities. I know people in power that build cities that know if you build cities in a certain way, the people in that city will feel a certain way. You know way. what I what I think about that particularly, about the shapes of cities? That's why I yeah, say circular yeah, cities yeah, is what yeah. I'm going to do. Because, like, we, at, like, it's, the science it's of today... Towering, it's towering the, over you. You feel yeah, small. Dude, the science of today, listen to how they talk about geometry. They say that 
our structures that we have imagined. Yeah. Like triangles and squares and all of these that we've described mathematically, that those are good looking to us, mm-hmm. right? But to us, nature looks wild and incoherent. Random. But really, they just don't know that if you zoom in, it's actually the most precise, mm-hmm. you know? It's way more precise than we mm-hmm. could ever be. Absolutely. That's why people believe that in our future, homes will look organic to a certain extent, like like an extension of the mm-hmm. land, because merging technology with life with is ecology. probably going to be the yes. best way to do it. Yes, you know? absolutely. The best way to build, you know, so if we take those shapes into, for you know, it's all like an egg. You yeah, know? like we didn't. Like in, a dome, we, we like didn't round in, shapes. We didn't invent geometric shapes we discovered them they were here before but, we were like all these shapes all these circles and these boxes and rectangles were all here before any those are those are them. fucking simple shapes compared to That's shit that, that nature can, can come up with hexagram. you know yeah like it's nature it, can it, come up with perfect fractals yeah in fruits and vegetables now if you, you apply know? those mathematics in daily life and like the way you solve problems and the way you build a building bro yeah dude yeah see, people dude. just need to know that this is possible that's the problem that there's too much bullshit where they're not able to see like i said the people that i want to get to the the people in the hood the youth the hip-hoppers the rappers the people that love this music i want them to be able to need like hear what i'm saying and get it and be like oh shit there's some truth to that we should just let all this shit fly see i think you are pointing out something really important and that is that you recognize that the people from the community that you came from that they're suffering from lack of knowledge mm-hmm. like you know this you and know? i know and i know that if they have the knowledge they're going to be the shifters they're going to change all this all of this the youth in the hood is going to change the world if they're just informed if they know what's possible then they'll be like really nigga i'll be like yes really nigga let's go like let's get... instead of like focusing on all the dumb shit and the marching and the protesting and the signs let's just get a new system plot it dope replace these niggas with it by voting ourselves in and we take over like they do it in Spain, they do the Podemos. They got the pirate party in in Iceland. They got them in Spain. They got them in Italy. The Five Star. It's a social movement that morphs into a political party right before an election. If we can do that here with a rapper or a hip hop group or a, or, or a, a, a a genre of music, and we usher in past all these old, old white motherfuckers and everything, we get past them and we get in those seats. Let the technology do what it's gonna do. All of this will be different. Crime is gone. Disease is gone. Jealousy is gone. Envy has gone. Greed is gone. Corruption has gone. Who doesn't want that? Who doesn't want that? Ad- you know? Advertising is gone. Insurance companies are gone. Doctors are gone. Who doesn't want that? It might, you know, it sounds like... I uh, want that. Well, utopian, of course, but it also sounds... Yeah, I love it. A little bit of, like, Orwellian for me. Like I love it. I, I just have too much, like, imagine spider you, sense. Im- imagine let, you could do mm. everything you do now all the time. Without having to work, like without mm-hmm. having to make money to do it, like could you imagine if all your basic needs are met without you having to lift a finger? You could, you can't even wrap your so head you around. So you agree it. with? Are, are you are you Yang Gang? Do you, are you part of the whole nah. one thousand dollars a month? <laughs> I'm uh, with a universal basic income for yeah, start like for starters. Because like you said, there has to be a transition point where we go from where we are now to where I'm saying we 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 should be. Right, right, right. I think things like a universal basic income, something close to a universal healthcare system, these little things. To get us there, but I also feel that if again a social movement morphed into a political party and ran for things right before an election and got voted in, or, we can make all that happen or quicker. Or fuck that, bro. How about this? All right, beat yeah. this. What if 
we just go to Burning Man, but we never come back. <laughs> we could build the cities yeah, out there in the desert. Like, fuck it. Like, what? I ain't paying taxes. Do, what? Let's, oh, we got guns, bro. Let's build, come our, at us. let's build our own earth ships and just let the building make See, its own energy. I want to believe all of this, except I always forget that we don't have the guns and the government has the guns and then they just right. won't let this shit happen like if we go to the desert and we try to change the world they'll just go out there and fucking well, that's what massacre I'm, us that's throw why us my, in a mass grave my first city is not to do it here at all I'm going by the Galapagos Islands I'm oh, going so somewhere where I'm country. untouchable I'm going somewhere in the middle of something that's untouchable with a little bit of a little bit of land and start it by myself there I'll be so low key for three years people won't even know where Echo went they'll be like where did Echo go and then one day a helicopter will fly over my shit and be like there's a structure, a civilization of some sort built on that island that we were undetecting. What is that? And get zoom in. <laughs> They'll zoom in and see me and my peoples in maglev trains and in self-driving cars just sitting back. Oh, you're going to be... Uh, They're going to be like, Echo made a city? Oh, shit, everybody. Look what this nigga did. <laughs> hey, what's the name of the Black Panther city? Oh, uh, Wakanda. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're trying to make Wakanda? <laughs> yeah, man. But a real one, bro. A real Wakanda? A Dominicano. Hey. Like, trying to bring people... And, and people will be like, I want to move there. And by then, they can't shoot us. They can't kill everybody. They'll be like, we, we, how did we let this happen? How did he get detected? How, how did he be not detected? Because I had firewalls, motherfucker. I had all kind of no camera zones. I had nobody knew what I was doing here. In three years, I built a city. Got all my people here, my family here. Got cars driving. Got floating things. Got circular cities working with each other. Quantum computers. They're gonna be like, what did he do? And then AI is gonna fuck it all up. And I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> they well, like, some they some would people like believe that. that. They and, would like that. Uh, you know you're almost there you think you got it and then no nah, I'm, re I'm ready to do it man Black I'm ready Mirror to, hits you <laughs> I'm seriously ready to take it all man if I could oh. blow if I could blow up as a rapper and get that money that all these rappers talk about that they throw in the air and that they show in the clubs and everything if I can use that and fund these ideas and make them manifest into reality which already exists I just need to pay bro, for it bro we don't need their shit bro to be honest with you cause all that shit that they give to all those fucking rappers and all those like that's like chump change that they throw out. Well, them just that's what so I'm that. saying. For me, it's not even like a record deal. I want an organic following. That's why I yeah. do my IGTV. I do my Instagram. I do my Twitter. I do my website. I do my podcast. I do my blog. I want to yeah. make people follow me and be like, whatever this guy does or kind of says, I'm going to rock with him. Whatever he says to do or to tap into, Dude, I'm going to rock with him. That's another thing about uh, technology that's changing the way that people interact. Well, now we don't have to go through a middleman. You know, we don't have to go right. to. Like, people now can start their own YouTube channel. Yeah, it's like they can Air start their own it's brand. It's like Airbnb. Like, yeah. It's like Lyft. It's like anything you could think of where the middle... Bitcoin. Anything where the middleman's getting removed slowly throughout the facets of society. Everywhere you look, there's a middleman being get, and taken out of the way. Like, you, you're unnecessary. We don't need you. And we're getting peer-to-peer. -peer. Everything's becoming more peer-to-peer -peer as we get but closer. But the more that we eliminate more jobs, right? Fuck, fuck jobs. Like, I want to get rid of all so, jobs. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The more that we eliminate them and make it not possible for us to work them, because totally. it makes no sense to work them, because we could just get machines yes, to do it. Yes, I want to so, automate all right, everything. All right, let's automate more shit. All right. Yeah. So what are we gonna occupy people with that on a day to day basis? Create. You know, what are, what are we gonna give Create. them to fill what did in the you void? Want, what do you want to do every day? Oh, I want to just know how to dance. Go, dance. Here's your, you know, here's your money every year. Your basic needs are met. You go do that. What do you want to do? I want to invent something that changes quantum tunneling. Dope. We're going to need you here. Use a universal basic and go do that. So we're going to actually have a chance to make the people that want to do dope shit all the time do it. Instead of feeling like, I want to do dope shit, but I got so this fucking So if you were job. Bill Gates right now, if you all of a sudden 
say uh, a, a new computer was invented and they got Bill Gates and they're trying to clone his consciousness, right? right. This is just a hypothetical, right. right? And it fucks up and somehow you end up in his consciousness, mm. right? Now you're Bill Gates mm-hmm. today, mm-hmm. right? And you know everything, like you automatically, you know everything he's about and what he's doing. What are the first moves you'll make? What are the first things that you'll just like drop on if you had that kind of money? Like to change the whatever you know whatever right. you're trying to do like well, like I said I would my first step would be to start to build the city that I envision looking like what it looks you like. think money can do that yeah yeah you think all it is is money yeah it's actually building the actual structures and then making them in the way that people are talking about as far as them being removable and replaceable kind of blocks that can shift and make the building look different if you choose to make it different and have all these different little buildings and people will slowly have the building itself generating energy and providing all the sanitation, disposable yeah. waste, water, that's, that's light. Right. And they'll be like, I didn't need to pay utility bills for over 30 years. Like, no, you, re- you fucking really didn't. You really didn't. And Except now there's a problem with that right now that if you try to go off grid, they won't let you. Like, because yeah, they're doing it here. Ex- I'm like, not doing like, it. Here. Yeah, yeah. You'd have to do it somewhere else. Yeah, I'm a thousand where, percent on board yeah, with yeah. that. I'm out of here. I've already researched places, like I said, way past the Galapagos, somewhere near the equator, where I can actually have no government restriction over anybody overseeing what I'm doing. And I'm there. And I'm there for five years doing what I'm doing, undetected by the United States government. Fuck them. I don't pay my taxes. See, all they see is I might, a check. I might not go as far as to like, you know, envision most of that. Like, or of course it would be nice. Of course, you know. But like for me, I try to buy a little bit of security, like just a little bit, just just well, that, so that I know that. That's it's why real. we're different. That's why it's good uh, that somebody like yeah. me exists. Yeah, exactly. That I think I we don't need let, people I, stretching I it out. You know? I don't let anything stand in the way of like, well, this is gonna fuck up. Well, they, they might take over. Well, they might confine you. I don't see any of that. All I see is this is what I see is gonna happen, and I see it happening. And between that, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. See, and uh, we need uh, more variety. This is the same reason why genes are the way they are in our DNA. Right. You know, I thought you meant genes. No, 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 genes, not like oh, like genes, like suck. genes That's... in the DNA. Like they're they're different for the purpose of if something goes wrong, there'll be a mutation that will change the code that will make it survive, right? right? So, like one example that I always think of is like uh, roaches. Like there was a time where roaches were all like light colored, mm-hmm. and then uh, they they put a factory in the area where they were mm-hmm. living. And then they fucking, the birds can now see them because all the pollution made all the shit black, right? They adapt. So, yeah, so now the birds fucking ate all the the, uh, light-colored ones, left the dark-colored ones, and now those start mutating and turning into a darker roach to guarantee survival, right? Evolution. Yeah, so humans, in a way, our consciousness is that as well. Mm -hmm. Our consciousness is a constant loop of of learning, you know? And it's always learning more and more and more and more. Yeah. And the more we go through it, the right. more we shed off things that didn't work and right. adopt things that do work in order to think, guarantee our survival. That's why I think it's time for what I'm saying to happen because this hasn't been seen before. I think the curiosity and the excitement behind people seeing what it can look like physically with their eyes as opposed to me talking about it, once I can make it actually happen, they'll be like, oh, shit. Dude, a lot of people go further than that and they say that we've already done it once before. Mm-hmm. And that it was uh, destroyed due to cataclysmic events. Sure, it probably was, but, yeah. and we will, and we will too. But I'd rather get destroyed cataclysmically by doing that than doing this bullshit. Oh, uh, I mean, at this point, we're kind of fucking ourselves up. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> I think people just need <laughs> we're not a, even we, we're I, not on the right path. I think definitely. society and culture just needs like a shift, and I hope I can be part of that shift. Yeah, see, that's right, and that's a, uh, uh, you know, and that's a whole part of having conversation, right? We're supposed to try and get to a place where. I understand what's going on in your head. 
you understand what's going on in my head and then like the more dialogue people have the better in the middle the yeah. better off people are going to be trying to figure that's out why life. The, my, the favorite part about my shows when i perform all over la is after the show when people that were listening to me rap come up to me after the show and talk to me at the bar or talk to me in the smoking patio when i'm having a joint or something and they're like yo i want to talk to you more about like physics and this and that and i gotta bounce in like few minutes oh uh, yeah yeah you Monday let me know yeah. you let me know when you when you want to call 8 30 yeah all right there we go yeah you heard it i actually have to go edit my new music video that i hope people will watch and share and repost but yeah Tight, it's always yeah. music it's always trying to get the word the message and get people let's bring yeah let's bring it back to you for a little bit um so you were talking about music yeah let's pull up um for people to know oh yeah kind of you know besides <laughs> right what we are conversating about which is like <laughs> far out right let's uh here uh this is my that's my latest video skunks freestyle that was fun as for people to check out oh wow it's the, <laughs> and i'll spark this real quick oh yeah bro Jay, try. i love it Let's, okay okay Whip it with your wrist, let it sit a little bit in the pot with the top on it till the lid. Oh, something about this video tripped me out. I'll point it out to you. Okay. Don't ever knock it till you try it here. Take a hit here. Let it fill the tip. Tap it with your Might not have been this one. Maybe it is. We could pack the zip. The whole song is about hip hop being drugs. My man Bruce. Who made this video for you? It's my homie, um, TBD Productions. Danny. Daniel. <laughs> He's the homie. I have a little. I have two guys that do my music videos. I have Daniel and I have. Oh, that scene. We're here at the toilet. <laughs> I was like, yo, what the fuck? This fool's at the toilet real quick, busting rhymes. He's letting one off. And I'll, lend another one off. I always want to do something that I've never seen done. Every music video that I've done, I have 12. I think I have 13 music videos. Yeah, Every video has something in it that I've never seen done in a music video. Dude, that one got me. I'm I glad like, it oh, did. Shit. I was hoping for that. The power's data in the age of information. I'm a print a whole city, new civilization. Hey, you're not playing, bro. It's in the it's in the rhymes. Spoke it. It's no invasion. I relocated location. I'm not loquacious. I'm escaping these cages. That's a sick effect. Thank you, bro. How did he do that? Did he use like different like he has different graphics on his premiere program? Oh, he uses premiere? I usually sit in to edit a lot of my videos, but I've developed a trust with Daniel where I let him kind of rock with it and send me clips. He dropboxes me clips of what he's working on and I'll yay, nay it. But tonight I want to go up and edit the new music video because that video is going to be, that's going to be the last video of the year that I'm editing tonight. And I, hope, I hope people fuck with it because it's going to be so visually stunning, bro. I did it on the new iPhone 11, like I said, so the video is going to be What's sick. that shirt right there with the Tato and the Nike? Tato is a Dominican saying where we say like, it's all good. And the homie oh, said like, Tato bien. Yeah, it's Tato bien. Okay, so it's like, gotcha. Dominican short and everything. Yeah. Words, I don't know why, but everything that we have is a slangish kind of Spanish. So we say Tato. Yeah, Como it's hood Spanish. Yeah. I mean, you can say the same thing about people like Mexicans in LA. They have a certain way of talking, you know? They there's say it a certain way. They, you know, yeah. there's definitely, especially if you go to some areas like where I grew up in Linwood or 
or Compton right. or those these places. People always and, trip when they hear me speak Spanish in a restaurant or at a bar. They're like, where the fuck are you doing? They, they, they think Mexicano. you're like, yo, there's not nah. a rap video, bro. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> DJ Khaled. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, that video was dope though. Here, you want you want to drop another one? Thank you. Yeah, you can scroll down. There should be another video. That's just me on the free stuff, bro. That's my right other here, latest here. video. Consumerism. Consumerism. Yeah, here I went over a Daz Effects kind of beat. This this song, I love too. I try to hit people with content because I know we're in a content like based time, so people want to the see a lot. Selling to Amico was expressed in one word. That word is Are you recognition. Ready? Are you ready? But perhaps because here he's had so little of it. The Negro needs even more. He needs to feel important and appreciated. What, what is that uh, footage? That's all Black Friday. You know, people go crazy oh, yeah. oh, at the mall. Dude. The whole song is about consumers. Hey, president's a racist. So it's a lot of people. A lot of people Good. don't believe other people equal. I'm an eagle. I saw above that. They put that on the money plaque. Don't forget that. They programming us. They stay jamming us. The true Wi-Fi is above your esophagus. They putting our minds in a sarcophagus. Stealing our culture while they mock us. But there's a lot of us. Kings and queens. My mother's a queen who moved us to Queens. I used to serve fiends. Sticky green. Trying to stack green so I could buy That's the other connect I try to have with things. My fans, rings. yeah, like I you sold drugs too. I get the hood, I understand that life, seen, but you don't have to animals. be that life. Yeah, you can think different. Cannibals. I love that show. Caught it right on time. The train <laughs> didn't even plan that. Damn, how did you know it was in the past? You know, it comes on occasion. Uh, I didn't know it was in the past that moment. I'm glad we caught it. We consume is consuming. It's all about people shopping and hey, have you watched that dude on YouTube yell at people? No, he calls him stupid and fat. Mother's crying. Dude, he really just does that. Really? Yeah. They got a little, then we got a lot. And that's fucked up, fucked up, not fair. Not fair. Not on different planets, all here. Planet Earth since your very first. And where'd you film that here? Or? No, that was actually up in the valley. In the that was valley. by the trains Top up by, I think, Reseda. Tarzana. Oh, damn. Yeah, that's like in the valley? Yeah. Like way out there. Say it's our time. We consume is consuming. The only ones losing is us. We consumers consuming, the only ones losing. We're consumers consuming. Dude, and people fighting on fucking Black Friday is funny, too. Always blows my mind how people act about products. Yo, and it's like 150 people waiting, and it's like one TV. Like, yo, only one of you is going to get it. Why are you all lining up? It's sad. As soon as you see the one person, just, all right, you got it, you know? You won. You win. Don't be a house nigga, level up. Get a little cut, let your fam live it up. Build it up, start a little business. I can give you fish, teach you to catch fishes. It was written in the scriptures, bitches. This the Bronze Age, next is silver bitches. <laughs> Talking about the Bronze Age. When we're divided, cause I know we're stronger when we're united. But they it's say- It's a well-known fact that many Negro customers are influenced by the opinions of others. Yeah, man. What their friends may think of a certain that was item, dope. Thank you. Consumerism. Go to YouTube. YouTube channel. The real Echo is the name. See every video. I put a lot of work into each video to make it visually stunning. 
and be different. Like I want to make people see something that they never saw in a rap video. Something that I'm shitting on the toilet or a train bot blows by me or I get splashed by a wave in the ocean in my other video, wavy. Like I'm always getting something, a nugget, just to make people visually like, oh shit, that was dope. Hell yeah, bro. Hey, that was tight, man. Thank you. It was good having you on here, bro. Thank you, man. So we're hitting our time mark now. But, Thank uh, you. Yeah, man. This uh, was a blessing. I appreciate yeah, being maybe in this we'll, space. Uh, you know, uh, take another smoke one of these days. <laughs> Anytime, get back on the podcast. Man. Anytime, bro. Right on, man. Everybody, Echo, check him out. Check him out on Instagram. Check him out on YouTube. Check out his music videos. Yes, sir. Check Thank out his you. website. Shout out DJ and yeah. Cole, man. I appreciate you, bro. All right, y'all. Thank We're you. signing out this bitch. Yeah.